This podcast tells the stories behind the craft breweries across the country. I'm Erica. Matt. And sound guy Ryan. And you're listening to an episode of Brewers. Guys, I'm back. He's back. Oh my God. Is that Matt? It is Matt. I'm back from the dead. No, seriously. Uh, Matt is back. We're gonna take a. Uh, back again. I'm gonna take a second for a public service announcement. Uh, if your back of your leg ever kills, just kills. Uh, go to the doctor because you'll find out maybe you have a blood clot. Uh, that's why I haven't been here for the last uh, episode and a half. Cool. I, I had a blood clot. Yeah, yeah. But you're you're better now. Yeah, man. He's I, on the up and up. You know? I'm on the up and up, and uh, you know what? What got me through is all of the listens. Hell yeah. That we got with our Allagash episode last week. For sure. With Jason. Like, uh, we crushed it. Uh, I mean, thank you, thank you, thank you to Allagash. You shared the episode. We love Um, you guys. As soon as they shared it, our listenership just skyrocketed. We got more followers. We got more. Plus, those amazing untapped reviews slash Google (laughs) reviews that we've been uh, posting. Those things are so much fun. uh, Yeah, those have helped a lot. We're uh, Check those out. We're on Reddit now. Yeah, uh, I'm a huge hey Red- boy. I'm a huge Reddit guy. Yeah, you're kind of obsessed with that. Love it. I love it. That's where you get. That's where I get my news, uh, which is I don't know if that's a good or a bad <laughs> thing. News it's from Reddit, totally reliable. Well, Interesting. We'll see. Uh, don't yeah. believe everything you see on the internet, guys. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So thank you everyone that that uh, tuned in last week to our episode with Alagash. It was an awesome episode. Yeah. yeah, it was an awesome time in general. If you haven't listened, <laughs> go hey, back and listen. We, we have you back, so we're we're ready to start the train again. Oh, yeah. Um, Erica and I, uh, this past weekend, uh, we went to Remnant's Oktoberfest. And it was amazing. Oh, I was so jealous. Yeah. Yeah, their yep. fest beer was great. It, it was my favorite one so far this season. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to second that. Shout um, out to Brittany and Charlie. We interviewed yep. them yes. back in the day. Yeah. Shout I finally out. met Brittany because I wasn't there for the interview. She's yeah. awesome. She yeah. is awesome. Yeah. So. And then after I went to Aeronaut, which was super cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Aeronaut yeah. was great. Ryan too. hasn't been there yet, so we figured we'd walk down the street I was and in check it out. bed and I was like, my friend zone. <laughs> I think I got their fest beer too. I think you did. Um, I don't and remember a couple it, other things I got. I, th- I don't remember what I got, but it was, it was all it was all great. Night. It yeah. was all great. It was. Um, so yeah, other than that, um, our weeks have been kind of just normal. Yeah. yeah. So nothing that crazy to be honest. Nothing that crazy. I, I've been so jealous of all of our friends at our GABF in. in oh in, my in god! Fuck right you now. guys, man. Yeah, <laughs> so much, so much One good day. stuff going on. Yeah. No, it looks like a, an amazing time. Yeah, I was looking at. Uh, at, uh, Katrina from Wormtown's all of her posts, all yeah. of the food that she's posting yeah. out there, and yeah, and just the, the amazing scenery. It just looks so beautiful and warm, yeah, yep. and not rainy and gross. Yeah, it's been very <laughs> rainy and gross. Yeah, no, it really has yeah. been this past week. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, uh, uh, Erica, is there any other news? Yeah, gearing up for pink boots. Really, pink I've just been boots. like chilling this week so I can party hard tomorrow. Nope, Friday. I Tonight. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Right now. Right now, at this very moment. <laughs> at this very moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what, as Midway we've Cafe? been discussing, yep, yeah, Midway Cafe in JP for all you guys, Jamaica and plane. gals. Um, it's just gonna be a ladies' tap takeover, and it's gonna be what three, four women rock bands that yeah, are playing. Yeah, three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Um, four. I got four bands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be an amazing time. 
and all the pro- some of the proceeds, like what is it? You buy a glass yeah, so, of notch, right? Yeah, a dollar from every notch beer will be going towards uh, Pink Boots, and then oh, that's oh. so difficult. Uh, oh, it's gosh. I know really <laughs> difficult. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm drinking right now. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's where I'll be, yeah, and cool. it's gonna be a ton of fun. And so we uh, we we talked about this before, but we plan on getting Bree from Notch on. Yeah, that's that's going to happen soon, I think. Yeah, yeah that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, so while Erica is going to be doing that, I'm going to be at Jameson's in Hampstead, New Hampshire, doing a uh, mixing a show. They have about 40 beers on tap, so if you don't so want to go in New Hampshire. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're near New Hampshire um, in that area and you don't have to go all the way to Jamaica Plain to have some good beer, highly recommend Jameson's. Great music, great food, great beer. So, um, yeah, so that's Jameson's in Hampstead, New Hampshire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You get to see me. And I guess this upcoming week, it's going to be my girlfriend's birthday. Hell so, yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Michaela. You're the best. Happy birthday. We also had another birthday in the... Uh, Jenna. In Jenna. Jenna, Jenna from happy True North. Birthday, yeah. yeah, happy yeah. birthday. Belated birthday. That's right. It was, yeah. it was a good time. Yeah. So, we have a new sponsor this week. We do. So, Super we are now sponsored by Craft Beer Seller. Not our only sponsor. But no, it's a new one. But it's a new one, exactly. They're sponsoring our mystery beers. So that's where we're getting our mystery beers from now on, which makes my life so much easier. And Matt's. Yes. Now we don't have to go out and find them. We can just go to one place, get yep. it all at once, yep. get it done. So much easier. And I'm, I'm, um, I'm excited. It looks really good. It's in No, front of me this one's a good one. I yeah. want to start out on a high note because last couple of weeks, I feel like, you know, have been rough for you with the mystery They've beers. They've been pretty rough. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, see, what was last week's? It was that really old one. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. I was trying to listen to that episode and that made me more sick than good. Blood yeah. good. It was like Camden <laughs> Goal like achieved. 2000 yes. and... Um, no, it was 18? like last year, probably, maybe. Yeah. Or Camden 1998. Whatever. And who's that? Was that Slumber? No, that was a homebrew. That was a homebrew. Yeah. The one before that was Slumbrew. Right. That was, that was canned yeah. in some weird... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hmm. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, so... Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> this one is actually a really oh, highly rated beer, so... Highly rated on Untapped, or what do no, you No, on, like, worldwide, like, scales. It's, like, one of those best beers that you have to try. It's like a cantillon. Really? Yeah. All right, so, so cheers. Yeah. Cheers, you guys. God, can you smell it first? I mean, like, jeez. I did smell it first. I did not. I'm just going to go Kinda with it. Sweet, it's Sip yeah. of Sunshine by Lawson. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it out there. I could see that, but... It's definitely a new... It's definitely a IPA. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm not getting that. Well, then you, you're <laughs> clearly not taking your Cicerone course. Clearly. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely... I mean, no or maybe I don't know. It's not a New it's, England it's IPA. Not as, it's not. It's not a hazy boy. <laughs> it's not a hazy boy, but it's definitely an. It's an IPA. I mean, more and more I taste it. I taste the hops now. Yeah. It is delicious. Very good. Yeah. Very good one. No, I'm not. I'm not so, upset about this. I'm um, gonna say it's a Lawson's beer. Cool. I, I have no. But Erica I, said I it was in a big bottle, so I don't. Yeah, that's why I'm. That's like, why I don't think it is. But. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, can I go with like a dogfish? Um, like a. Ooh. Like a 60-minute or a 120-minute IPA. That's a good guess. That is a good guess, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, it has that kind of dogfish flavor. I, I don't know what you call that what flavor. What is the dogfish flavor? It's that, you, like, that type of hops or how they, they when they put it in. A dry hop? <laughs> but no. It, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. But they always, like, all of their beers kind of, like, 
who's another good example? Uh, like Allagash has that Brett, you know, flavor in a lot of their beers. Um, mm. It's kind of like this, where it has that very dogfish taste to it. Mm. So I'm going to go with that. So this okay. has a very bitter um, finish, finish yeah. on it. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. It's a lingering bitterness. Yeah, it's and it, and it grows. I, I I don't know what it is, but oh, it's a koozie. Oh my god, it's just a koozie. <laughs> it is beer from a koozie. Oh, and so Erica, who do we? Who is it? Dun dun dun. Oh, okay. Oh, Bell's. Yeah. yeah, that's an awesome beer. Yeah, that is. So a- two hard ale from Bell's Brewing. Um, it's been voted like the best beer I think in America. What? Possibly the world. I think once or twice. What? Um, this past year for sure. I think this was like the best beer in america it's a very good beer um and it's just an american ipa yeah simple yeah simple really good straightforward all right what IPA freaking delicious like. exactly My honestly opinion. yeah no totally so I w- agree so i wasn't off basis by saying no neither one of you are really yeah, that yeah, that yeah. off yeah definitely so, more of the 60 minute side it is a seven percent and it does say shelf life is six months that's kind of cool they put that on there that it's is fresh cool. tasting yeah you don't really yeah. see that a lot yeah when was yeah. it? Does it say I, when I, it was canned? I cannot read what that says. I didn't know how to read till I was 16. Right, exactly. And I'm still struggling, so. Uh, it was canned, let's see, 2009. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah. 2019. Nine. It's probably a reason. Yeah, definitely a reason. I know I craft just, beer, so I was really good at keeping not, it yeah, fresh. It's, it's just so. not printed well. Yeah. yeah. You know, the most important part isn't printed well. Yeah, that's usually how that happens. Well, but regardless, yeah. that's a very good beer. That's the best yeah. one you've it's brought in yeah. like far. Tall, definitely. It's, what do you call this can? A this tall, is like tall, an extra tall. So Night Shift tall? is doing these now, too. Oh, really? Is it a 22 ounce? What is it? I think it's 22. 24, maybe. It's 100% Centennial hops. Oh, of course. That that's, makes sense, right? Uh, yeah. Ranging from pine to grapefruit. Um, yeah, one pint, three point two full ounces, nineteen point two full ounces. Okay, so I don't know why that's weird. So yeah, so nineteen ounces. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like that Arizona, but not because but it's not. thinner. I drink. Yep. I, <laughs> I would drink the fuck out of that beer all the time. No, right? This is kind of amazing. Yeah, I haven't actually had this before, so I was pretty excited to be like, yeah. Fuck it, let's try this. It's supposed to be one of those like go to when people talk about IPAs, this is what they talk about. Yeah. Hmm. So So we're all very much into our loggers right now. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um really are. I wanted to get your guys' opinion on pumpkin beer. Um because okay. we're getting into that season and <laughs> we are in that season. We are in that season. <laughs> um and I, I got super excited because I saw Warmtown posted their I table, haven't found it yet. Their tabletop yep. pumpkin pie, yep. which is a collaboration with tabletop pies. Yep, delicious. And I am not afraid to say I like pumpkin beer. I like it when it's done well, when it's not super fake pumpkin tasting and not over the top. When it's like so a well balanced, like an ale with a little bit of pumpkin. I'm gonna whatever. agree with Erica, but this is where I'm coming from. Every pumpkin beer I've had. Have, has tasted like fake pumpkin. I would so I think I just need agree. to be educated on good tasting pumpkin beer. So we for should the most go to part, Pumpkin Fest at CBC. Yes, yeah, we and we will educate you. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, there aren't many. I'll be honest, there are not yeah. many pumpkin beers that taste like the, beer yeah, with a bit of pumpkin. The only CBC one that, has an excellent pumpkin. They beer. Yeah, really, really do. do. Yes. Oh my god! I think god. the only one I've 
surprisingly have really liked was uh, one of the Sam ones, Sam Adams. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, how was it? Harvest? <laughs> it, Harvest know. Pumpkin? I don't remember. That's, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. I don't think they make it anymore. Yeah. I know Jim Cook's listening, and you send me a text, Jim, if you do still make that. Yeah. yeah I, remember not, I, I remember not hating it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, I just need to be educated and try to Totes. try to see because I like I don't go and buy. No, right. I mean, I've neither only do I. Had bad experiences yeah. with it, yeah. and I don't want to just you know maybe I could go buy a single can of a yeah. whole bunch of other. I think there's a lot but, of people who have had good experiences though with that. I mean, you think so if you had, of, please hit us up. Tell yeah. us what those beers are. And also, but I think like, I use my girlfriend as an example. She really likes like shipyard pumpkin head and she's not a beer drinker right but it's I've also heard good things about that though but that it's also beer. like i at one point really like that beer my brother and his girlfriend who aren't beer drinkers really like that beer for whatever reason it's kind of an intro beer i think right and that's what i'm saying like pumpkin beers have a good place in the ecosystem <laughs> of beer yeah, yeah 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 because it turns people on to craft and things that are not just crafty. Bud Light. I will say crafty right. beers, right? Right. And like, I don't know if you guys have had the Downy cider. Yeah. The pumpkin. The I love their pumpkin nope. cider. Their pumpkin cider is is phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah. No, it's amazing. And like, it tastes like juice. Yeah. It's so it good. Is. And, and not, it's not like oh, it tastes like juice, like hazy boys. It's like <laughs> no, no, it's no. Like yeah, it's really it's cider good. juice. And it's, it's cider delicious. Juice. All right. Well, maybe I'll pick it up and. I actually have some. I'll bring them sometime. Yeah. Okay. So I think yep. I think what I'm getting at is Pumpkin Mania. Oh Whoa. my god! I mean, I don't know if that's going to happen. We had fun with Seltzer Mania, but I, we I, got so much good feedback on that. As did, much as Ryan hates it, we I really, really did. hate those episodes <laughs> yeah. because it is such a pain in the balls. But people love them. Yeah, yeah they really they, do. They're just so much fun. They love how drunk Eric gets. Yes. I think we need to bring back Andy because uh, he was my real MVP. He was the only reason why I actually enjoyed editing that episode because his like one-liners Andy's were amazing. great. Yeah. You know, cough syrup and whatever. Yeah. Um, my cough went away. Uh, so, yeah. So we'll, we'll try to get that. Yeah, because I think we're... People uh, have shown interest in a pumpkin beer episode. They have. So And a, we did one before Hurts. and... Oh, we, did we, we didn't do a pumpkin one though, did we? We did a um, like a lager one or we, something. Yeah. Yeah, did a lager madness. Yeah, you did a lot. No, no, I'm saying we did a pumpkin, a bow pumpkin oh. beer. This is different. That this was forever different. ago. Yeah, that was forever ago. That was before Erica and my. That time. was yep. before time. That was land before time. Yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you guys have any suggestions on what pumpkin beers we should have for our pumpkin, pumpkin mania, pumpkin I think madness, we just what are we calling it? I don't think spooky pumpkin fest. Spooky oh, pumpkin yes. fest. Let's pumpkin do it. fest. Yeah, pumpkin fest. Done and done. Done and done. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, good good talk, uh, you guys. Thank you guys yeah. for listening. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get on to People's our episode, Pint. People's Pine. Oh, yeah. yeah, we didn't even talk um, about that. I was about yeah. to say, that's who we're interviewing. Yeah, cool. we're so bad at that. And we talked about that last You guys talked yeah, about we that. Talked we talked about that we last week, actually. Yeah. And the other yeah. week when you weren't here, too, um, we kind of failed to mention who the hell yeah. we were. But hey, it's in the title. We're going to so get better at this. You, 
you, you guys you know. know. You yeah, know. Yeah, like, you oh, know. People's Pie, or, oh, hey, Allagash, or, yeah. you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, if you haven't fast-forwarded to the episode at this <laughs> yeah, at this point, make sure you do, though, uh, rate and subscribe. I know we say it on the outro, but sometimes I even skip outros on podcasts. So yep. make sure you just rate and subscribe. Find us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever, wherever you, you listen. listen. Um, and just give us that five-star review because we've gotten some really good feedback in the last couple of weeks that have improved our product, we really think. Uh, yeah, no, 100%. And uh, we want to continue to do this and i don't see us stopping anytime in the future never oh, ever no can't stop won't stop no but that would mean breweries won't be opening and i correct. don't believe that will be a thing there are breweries all over the united states that we have yes. not hit yet oh yeah we, we have yeah. so many i know hit. it's so. like yeah. we, we got like this little pocket of the united states but there's so much more to explore yes so and, and we're then super, there's the world yeah then there's the world which my oh, go my goal is just to like interview the monks like, yeah. and find out. Oh my god, yes. that's possible. It is. Totally, we can do it. Even in Massachusetts. Yeah, I forget yeah. the name of um it was some Spencer. Spencer. That's in Massachusetts. That's a, that's a, no, that's not what I was ta- at least I don't think that's what I'm talking about. I heard one of my friends I go to school with, he really likes uh this particular like I think it was a English bitter mm. or extra special bitter or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and they stopped making it because the monk who knew the recipe died. Mm. Um, sad story. Rip. Yeah. And apparently, like his apprentice, just was didn't quite have the recipe down. So mm. like it's, he's like still brewing it almost like every day. This to, was like, a great story. Get it right. Ryan. Yeah, I loved it. Story hey, you time. know what? Screw you guys. <laughs> um, without further ado. Well, fun story. About no. Oh my god. Ah, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, we actually recorded this episode twice because I forgot to play. So. Without further ado, <laughs> that's right. This episode yeah. featuring Chris of People's Pint is really good because we got ridiculously f- amazing. Because we got a practice round, and I stopped yep. the episode abruptly because I had to pee really bad. As yeah, well. that happened too. Oh, great, yeah, fun great. times, fun times. So, cheers, cheers, cheers. <laughs> this week's episode would not be possible without our amazing sponsor, Shirts on Tap. Each month. They team up with breweries from across the country and create a custom shirt and deliver it to your doorstep, along with stickers and coupons. Sign up today using the promo code BREWROOTS for $5 off your first box. Head on over to shirtsontap.com today. And remember, drink better beer, wear better shirts. You looking to get into a new hobby? Oh yeah. Sure thing. Well, Erica, where can we do that? Go down to Beer and Wine Hobby. Ooh. And what can we get there? Everything you need to start your homebrew journey. And we'll help you along that journey by using our promo code BREWROOTS to get 10% off your next order. Visit beer-wine.com to start your homebrew journey today. Craft Beer Cellar is a family of brick-and-mortar craft beer retail stores offering amazing beer, hospitality, and beer education. Beer is a creation of craft hundreds of years old, still evolving. Its creators are artisans, fusing simple ingredients to create something inspiring, eye-opening, and revolutionary. Craft beer is more than ABV, IBU, and haze. It's about passion, community, and craft. Craft Beer Cellar works hard to find these artisanal producers in every community across the globe, and they encourage the purchase of singles of any beer, allowing you to sample and explore some of these breweries. Visit a craft beer cellar location near you, explore new beers, and shop for some of the most extensive selections in all of New England. You'll find them throughout eastern Massachusetts in Amesbury, Belmont, Braintree, Newton, Norfolk, Plymouth, and Westford. 
Nashville, New Hampshire, and Waterbury, Vermont, in addition to New York, D.C., Virginia, North Carolina, Florida, Mississippi, Louisiana, Missouri, Michigan, Wisconsin, Texas, and California. For hours and directions to a craft beer cellar near you, visit craftbeercellar.com. That's craftbeercellar.com. Erica, we are at like People's Pint. People's Pint, and we've lubed up a We're, little bit. We, got we, <laughs> we are lubed up and ready to oh, go. That's a terrible way to say that. <laughs> Let's not do that. This podcast again. just got real weird. Yeah, no. Let's We're drinking beer. We're drinking beer. And the beer's great. <laughs> And as Erica said, we are at the People's Time, yeah. and uh, we're here with Chris. Uh, Chris, we start every podcast with this question. Uh, your, your role here at the brewery um, and uh, your first memory of beer. My role here is as brewery manager, um, which, as you mentioned, you've talked to many other brewers, is um, both sort of alchemist and uh, janitor at yeah. the same time. Definitely. You scrub a lot of drains. You yep. clean up a lot of stuff. You're the guy with the broom in your hand at the end of the day, and you're the guy that's writing the recipe, too. So, <laughs> uh, But that's honestly the fun of the whole thing, is that you're doing all this stuff. Yeah. And you wouldn't want it any other way. Right. <laughs> it's exhausting, but you wouldn't want it any other way. Um, what was the other question? First oh, first beer. beer. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, first beer, I think first uh, memory of beer was probably sometime in uh, high school and something, like I said earlier, you know, kind of forgettable. Um, but... The first really sort of mind-blowing beer I remember having was uh, Lancaster Brewing Company's Milk Stout in Pennsylvania. And that was just like all so the flavor, yeah. all the things. Yeah, you know, so extremely different than just a light beer oh, you yeah. have yeah. any other day. And it was, you know, it was somebody I knew in, in college who gave, who gave me this beer and said, you're going to like this, check this out. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, as I tasted it, I was like, wow, what? I didn't, I had no idea. What? How could this happen? Mind-blowing. <laughs> Where has this been my whole <laughs> life, right? Um yeah, and then once you uh, scratch that itch, it's, it's a road you go down. Yeah, you can never you come can't back stop. from. And you want to taste all the things, right? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. So you mentioned off-air that you have a degree in political science. Um, where did it deviate from political science? I, I looked at you up a little bit. I didn't see that you ran for any political office. So, uh, how did you become... Uh, how did you background get, research. Yeah. Yeah. How, how did you get to the people fight? Mm. Um... How did I get here? I moved to this part of Massachusetts uh, because my brother was in college up here. Um, he went to Hampshire College down the street. Cool. Which I don't know if you know about Hampshire College. My brother or... actually went there too. Oh, cool. So, it's yeah. a very groovy place. Yeah, no, it's um, very, it's very And groovy. when you're kind of in your early 20s and yeah. figuring out what you want to do yeah. with yourself, um, good place it's to a very find yourself, cool yeah. place to sort of just sort of. And, and the nice part too is that I was like kind of peripherally like experiencing it. So yeah. actually, my no, brother cool. was a student there, but right. you know, it was cool to be you able to actually out. like hang out and check it out <laughs> and do all those things. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and the other thing too is this area has like at that time, even so 12 years ago, had a great beer scene. I mean, I, I think of, you know, spending afternoons. Um, like at a, the Monin Dove over in South Amherst. I don't know if you guys remember a great beer bar. Um, really exceptional. Just all the beers. Yeah. And, you know, I remember being there one afternoon. Like, they were just tapping this cask, and it was like, it, it was Adnum's Best Bitter. And, you know, you really, it, it's just an extraordinary beer. Nothing to, you know, it's not like uh, the next hazy IPA. But, right, but right. it's an extraordinarily <laughs> well-executed yeah. British-style bitter. Yeah. And it's, it's you know to taste that relative to all the other things it's just one of those memories you have where you say like i remember that yeah, cask that on that moment. afternoon sure. where the bartender was like you guys are drinking some interesting beers you should come check this thing out 
you know? And, yeah. and it's those kinds of moments that somebody just says, check this out. And you don't necessarily know what it is, but it's something that's going to just give you a new experience. That's going to take you to a different place. Sure. That's awesome. If you don't hear the ambiance noise here, um, Beelfine is not just a brewery. It It is is a brew pub. Brew pub as well. So actually, oddly enough, and I should have mentioned this earlier, we're not technically a brew pub. Oh, I'm gonna throw a curveball. What are you technically? (laughs) We're technically a restaurant and a brewery. Uh, A restaurant brew brew pub has to have the brewery on site. Okay. Oh. No, the brewery's not in this building. So do you like? Um... We have a brewery that's about two blocks away from here. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> so All close, right. but not quite there. I just like to make that distinction because, no, that's, that's like, Northampton Brewery that. and Amherst Brewing, yeah. they are brew pubs. The okay. brewery is right there in the restaurant. Um, yeah. So it's just an important distinction to oh, make. Fun facts. Learn something Not that new. it makes a big difference, but <laughs> it does mean that I have to carry kegs yeah. over here, which I'm is sure there's right. No, you have dollies. Yeah. Right. 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 You mentioned 12 years in the industry mm-hmm. so far, um, and all at the same location, correct? Sure. What keeps you here at People's Farm? I think, that's a, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. It's, it's. Um, I think it's kind of the, the mission of the place, yeah. you know, to, to work for a business that's, um, you know, has this kind of commitment to the community we're in. Yeah, I, I I think everyone likes to use the word community very broadly. Mm. True. Yes. And, and we all we all support Sexy our term. Yes. Yeah, right. But you know the the this company actually and the the owner Alden and his wife Alyssa really they put their money where their mouth is and and I say that in that um, they are committed to causes like reducing, you know, our, our footprint as a business. Yeah. Um, we compost almost any everything from here. There's no, you know, there's no plastic on yeah, your no, table. Yeah, no plastic. There's yeah, no paper sure. napkins. We wash, yeah. we use a linen service for all our napkins. I love that. Um, That's awesome. You know, we produce on a busy Friday night one barrel of trash. And that, everything that's else is composted. Really amazing. So, but that's what I yeah. mean. Like you know, these aren't efficient business practices. Yeah. Um, the owner rides his bike to and from work all the time. Yeah. He lives like, I don't know, eight miles from here up a hill. It's like it's a hard <laughs> bike ride. It's not like he's like you know down the street like right, I ride right, my right. bike to work. Yeah. Right. I'm doing air quotes too. Yes. You can't really right. see we this, love but, the air quotes. <laughs> um, you know, he's actually riding down the hill one way and up, up the hill the, the other right. yeah, all yeah. the time. And so, I think that. You maybe bought into their mission or their idea. Well, there's just something inspiring about that sense of commitment. Yeah. And I, I think that's, it, it happens to varying degrees. And, but I think it's, 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 yeah, it's inspiring to see that somebody's still willing to, they're not going to just put their feet up and say, yeah, we've done this for 20 years right. and right. it's been great and cool and yeah. people still love the beer and the food and we're making money. But, yeah. you know, it's that they actually want to still ride their bikes right they still care they're still (laughs) right into it and they still want to do it and they still you know they're willing to do some things that might not make a lot of sense just in sort of standard restaurant terms but will make a huge impact as a business over that time yeah so if you think about how many dumpsters we could have filled right right versus what we actually fill over 20 years i mean i think of like the amount of compost we've produced relative to that going into like the trash yeah. is insane yeah. no that's awesome I mean, how I, much we've kept I out of a landfill things, you know? yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it's just being really super conscious about that as as a business and i think it makes a huge difference so yeah when you see that kind of thing and and like i said earlier you know this was the brewery that called me back when i was giving <laughs> dropping and off that's my why resumes. he's still here yeah. but now I, I would say this though what's interesting though is that 
um, the bartender, Ben, who's up there now, I handed my resume to him when I <laughs> so came in. So he's still here. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. He's still here. Nice. <laughs> the entire floor staff right now yeah. has been here for over five years. That's super cool. You know, I mean, these are people that are like, you know, yeah, really you dedicated. could go to another restaurant. Yeah. You could do something else. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's, on some level, it's that sense of this is a business that's actually making, doing real good in this community. For sure. Mm-hmm and shoveling money back into the community too via our yeah. charitable beers or holding pint nights or yeah. community events or you know just trying to really stay all 10 fingers and toes as a business committed to what we started doing it's awesome so just to kind of deviate from that or go along with that um what is the bike theme i feel like there's a bike theme i see oh, yeah. a bike yeah. on my glass right now yep. Yeah. The uh, owner Alden and uh, and Dan, who we started with, are, are I've always been big cyclists. Okay. I'm a cyclist. Very know, cool. Probably right. helped get the job in the first place. Yeah. Now that I think about it, but um, you know, yeah, we we all just love bikes. We think it's an, an a uh, viable alternative to getting in your car and driving somewhere. Yeah. Okay. And you know, trying to really just reduce our impact as a society by going by bike instead of going by car. For sure. And we actually offer an incentive here. We have a bike to live program that um, will give you 10 cents per mile on a gift card um, if you ride your bike instead of take your car. Oh wow! Oh, so if you really commute cool. to and from work, yeah, and it's like honor system, right? No, you know? right. So we're we're not like super uptight about it, but yeah. the idea is that we want to give something to people who are willing to make that commitment to yeah. go by bike rather than take For their sure. car. And so, um, you know, we've got customers who come in and they they commute to work every day on yeah. bicycle, cool. and some crazy distances. I mean, <laughs> I we were imagine. talking earlier about you know what, how how is Western Mass kind of defined? Yeah. And it's, it's a very, it's a pretty rural area, you know? I mean, yeah. you've got some more um, populated areas down by Holyoke and, and uh, Springfield, but yep. um, up here, it's it's pretty good distance between towns. Beautiful, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's hilly and yep. it's far. So yep. <laughs> um, for people to make that um, that commitment to take their bike, to ride their bike to work, um, we want to support that. Yeah. That's awesome. You talked about the Western Mass scene, um, us being... From more Eastern Mass. Well, Eastern scene. Mass, I know. Um, and our <laughs> listeners being global, right? Yeah. Um, sure. Tell them about what the Western Mass scene is like. Yeah, I mean, it's it's um, it's really because we're out here and we just don't have that sort of population density. Mm-hmm. It becomes um, a really strong and supportive community of brewers. Um, and you know, like I was saying earlier, you, you can really. I, I feel like I can call. 10 different breweries tomorrow Yeah. if I need something. And there won't be a question. It'll be, what do you need? What can I do? How can I help? Yeah. And that's huge. I mean, I think, and I think that's the case anywhere, but, you know, especially out in an area where, you know, you don't necessarily have 40 breweries and, you know, mm-hmm. in a 10 square right. mile radius or right. something, you know, it's just, it, it really is that much more important to have that kind of sense yeah. of community and to be able to call another brewer down the road and say, you know, hey, I need this thing is, is a really big deal. Um, and I feel like even the new breweries that start up, they're always, you know, it's, it's, they're brought in with a warm embrace to this yeah. community. No, that's awesome. Um, and we're all doing that. different things too. That's the exciting part is yeah. that to every new brewery that opens up to have somebody that's coming in and offering a, you know, more creative kind of perspective or just doing a different thing or a different business model or something yeah. is, is really exciting. And that's everybody from the, you know, Berkshire that's doing 20 plus thousand barrels a year to us that we're doing about a thousand. So, yeah. you know, it's just exciting to see all those different sizes and, and um, 
you know, size breweries and, and that we're all here doing this thing that we all want to support each other to do. Let's talk about the beer we're drinking. I had the pills. Yeah, I believe you had the pills as well. Yeah, that's right. Um, and Erica had the. I had the early um, green. Yeah, the early green. And now I'm drinking training wheels. Um, but uh, yeah, so the new style pills. It was a collaboration. It is a collaboration with the Northampton Brewery. Um, I guess that's right. I, I went through that whole thing about brewed IPA. Yeah. You right. Did. So <laughs> we'll go back. We'll rewind. Do that, that again. Right. So. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, with uh, uh, so it's a brute pills. We'll start with that. Right. right. So it's yeah. a brute pills, which I don't even know if it's a style, to be totally honest. Yeah. It we're is kind of now. making this. Yeah. Yeah. Now. I don't know. You've heard um, it here which first. Which I didn't look yeah. Yeah. Up, yeah. And somebody has done it before us, so we're not totally <laughs> original Damn. with this concept. But um, the brute sort of beer concept is using what's called an amyloglucosidase enzyme. And here comes the really nerdy stuff. Um, when you produce there are going to be uh, so many up. people who love this. It. It's going to be great. <laughs> Let's make this happen. Um, but when you produce a uh, barley mash for a beer, um, it's typically that, that you get a lot of sugar out of it, right? And you're converting starches to fermentable sugars with enzymatic degradation of yeah. said starches and so on yeah. and so forth. Um, but the uh, only about 30 or 35 percent of those sugars that are produced under normal brewing conditions are like readily Fermented. fermentable yeah. by the yeast. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, the yeast has to use enzymes on its cell wall to take the sugar, the, to break down the sugar uh, molecule, bring it into its cell, and digest it, and so on and so forth. Um, with the enzyme, it actually breaks those bonds between the um, different types of sugar that make up the more long chain sugar into um, fermentable. Uh, simpler, more fermentable sugars. So you actually end up with 100% fermentable wort, essentially. Right. And wort being, um, you know, pre-beer, yes. basically. <laughs> Sugar-rich liquid that we're going to ferment. Um, <laughs> so what we do is we add this enzyme and you create something that's going to be 100% fermentable and it's going to be 0% residual sugar. Yeah. Um, which is ironically less than 0%. Let me think about that. Yeah, because the alcohol is less dense in the water, so it, it's kind of fun to actually watch these things ferment because you're, like, watching this thing slowly tick down to nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think, you know, if you talk to any brewer, there's just so many new styles coming out, and so many breweries yes. are just trying to, <laughs> you know, figure out whatever the next thing is. I mean, we're all trying to do the new thing, right? We're all trying to yeah. keep everybody interested in what we're doing. So are we. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. We're all trying to go yeah, the yeah. Yep. So to, as you see these, you know, breweries are constantly coming up with new, clever ideas. I don't know. When did brew? IPA come I around. feel like, like it was like no I mean like last spring I feel like, like 20 minutes okay, ago yeah, well, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in beer years it was yesterday yes. but it felt like it, it, it did feel like brewed IPA milkshake IPA and then it was like alright I don't know what's next dessert so you can imagine as a brewer that's been doing this for a little while it can be a touch exhausting oh for sure and therefore maybe a little frustrating yeah, yeah. so <laughs> but I like to tell the story because I think that it actually it it's very sort of craft it's it's a neat craft beer story because i yes. think on one hand i was really just more irritated than anything else I'm like god you know damn it another fucking iba style like, yeah, of course do we really need to reinvent this of wheel course. again <laughs> and i say this having like our the hop heads need it they need it i know they have to have it right yeah. but you know like, uh, I, I say this because our Pied Piper IPA, which we've been brewing forever, is a completely different beer than it was 10 years ago. It was, when I first started working here, it was almost entirely Maris, Chris Maris Honor, which is this absolutely gorgeous, yeah. floor-malted, yeah. Um, 
particular breed of barley from England. It's a gorgeous it's really nice, malt. For sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's an amazing barley breed. It makes an amazing malt. But, it, you know, and it was that and like a lot of Cascade hops. So it was this very sort of malty, more British style base with that light citrusy character from Cascade to finish it. But now it's almost entirely Pilsner to lighten it up. They have a little bit of flake grain for that sort of um, a moderate New England IPA kind of body and texture and mouthfeel. And then, you know, there's a complex water chemistry that now goes into it to sort of lean that sweetness out a little bit more. And then we're doing all Cascade, too. So it's just kind of an interesting to watch that evolution. And the evolution has been because our customers give us feedback and they right. say, you know, hey, this is good, but it's a little too dark, you know, like, great. <laughs> Okay, this is great, but it's not aromatic enough, you know, or it's not hoppy enough, or I don't get enough aroma. When I first started here, we dry hop Pied Piper IPA with two pounds of leaf cascade hung in a conditioning tank. Wow. We now put 22 pounds of pellets <laughs> oh, into the same volume of It's a slight yeah, difference. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 put that in perspective. <laughs> two pounds, so leaf hops, it's like, what's the what's it's the like ratio? A, Three to, like one, three to one, I basically, think, yeah. like leaf to pellet. Right, yeah. You know, it's huge. It's a ridiculous yeah. amount of leaf hops we show but it's still not that hoppy compared to <laughs> right. what some of the other stuff. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, as a brewer, you can, I mean, I, you got to love the evolution of these things, but at the same time, it's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So, it's a completely I mean? different beer. Totally yeah. different beer. So, if you were to brew Pied Piper that was 10 the original years ago, recipe, which I've actually thought about because I thought that'd be kind of fun. Just be like, a this throwback? is our throwback yeah. recipe. Yeah. And no, do that'd it be exactly really cool. the same way we did it before. I think do it'd it. be kind of fun. It is funny. Do we, it. we, we talk, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We, on a previous podcast, talked to Todd Mott, who worked at. Harpoon, yeah, and he said if you were to brew Harpoon IPA today, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, completely different. You know, it's oh, yeah, completely yeah, different. Yeah, sure. yeah, you know, yeah, completely different. Yeah, so it's funny. Yeah. You should do that. It's, it's really I, wild. I, I will drive out to try both of them. Yes. Yeah. there are a few beers that we've done that with that I think would be. A, it would just be fun to go back to that original recipe and, and just probably wouldn't sell terribly well, but it would be fun to. It would be a <laughs> yeah. novelty for sure. So, no, it'd be but fun. I think that was yeah. but that, that's the, the thing, though. It seems like some of the styles that we're getting are. Recirculating or novelty beers, yeah, right? Like yeah. a milkshake IPA, right? Like, right. I don't know. To me, it was very gimmicky at first. Yes, and then I had absolutely. one, and I was like, "All right." And then I had it's another one. And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> but it's it's tough. It's tough in the yeah. beer industry. I think. Yeah. I think that's a you know, as a brewer, I think I look at this stuff and I say, you know, maybe we're, you know, what what are we what are we losing when we have this kind of you know, new tapless, this new pace yeah. of beers coming yeah. out. Yeah. And I worry that what we're sacrificing is that sort of refine, the refinement that comes with brewing. And I hate to say it because it sure. sounds terrible, but the same beer over and over again. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> if we're constantly working to refine something over and over and over again, you just get better at it. Yeah. Or at least that's the theory. And, you know, to brew a beer and, and constantly evolve it and, and refine it, refine it, refine it, and you come up with something that ultimately what every change you make is just splitting that hair a little further oh, yeah. and you've achieved kind of perfection. I, I sort of Well, it's like know, a love it or hate it. Budweiser's still around. Right. And right. Sure. They perfected a, their I'm not crafts, a huge Budweiser right? fan, but, I mean, there is a reason. You know, or, or take Boston Lager. Yep. Yeah, Same yeah. beer's delicious. Yep. Right. And it's the same every time, right? Yeah, I mean, it's Sierra they, Nevada, too. It's reliable. Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, it's Sierra Nevada Pale Ale's a great example. Right. Yeah. Or Anchor Steam. Yeah. 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 You don't see much Anchor on shelves around here anymore. You don't. No. No, Anchor Steam is so good, though. Yeah. Anchor Porter? Yeah. It's exceptional I, see, porter. In the, uh, the American Ale that they had, the, oh, crap, what is it called? 
the oldest recipe in America that Anchor Steam yeah. had. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. good, and it's so hard to get. Sure. And suddenly it's become hard to get. Why? Because yeah. it's not a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You don't have to wait in line for it. That's why. <laughs> but I think that's exactly. what I'm, I, 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 I can sort of dream of, is this place where people are drinking beer and they're respecting that a brewery does a thing. It's unique. Mm. Totally. Maybe they do four things. Yeah. And they're really super good. Yeah. But because their brewery's been making the same four things so many Forever. times that it's so well refined. Yeah over 150 years and maybe that's where we ultimately end up no, we're, yeah. we're sort of in our like <laughs> I do brewery think... puberty stage where we're like trying <laughs> to figure it all it out is. right but, yeah. we're like high school I hate to say that like <laughs> we get to see we get to see a good distribution of brewers I mean we're sure. not we're, yeah, I mean yeah. you guys have talked to all the people yeah. Not all, but a lot, a lot you know. Yeah. And, but to see, you know, some people specializing in lager. We talked yeah. about Jack's Abbey, and we talked about Notch. Yeah. Um, and then we have the people who are the, you know, the hopheads, and, sure. and I think that is important because if you go down Main Street in any town, you might see two Dunkin' Donuts, but you right. are going to see a pizza place. You're you going to see a Chinese variety, restaurant, right? right? Like, yeah. I think that's important to have. Yeah. No, absolutely. That variety. Yeah. And, and I say all of that with just more like. It would, from my technical brewing point of view, it would be fun to be able to just focus on refining one, right. one a couple yeah. of beers. But at the same time, the trade-off is then that what does that do? That stifles innovation. Yeah. yeah. And I think at the same time, we're seeing innovation in the beer industry like like that's never, never before. Of course, it's, it's huge. And at, yeah. at the same time, that breweries are coming up with new ridiculous ideas. Of course, <laughs> ridiculous in my opinion. Ideas. <laughs> You're also getting. Brewers that are approaching traditional things with the same focus. Yeah. And we were talking about Notch Brewing earlier. I mean, they're making beers in a way that's super inefficient, but produces something that's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so, the same thing with your big harpoons and your Sam Adams Mm -hmm. of the world. They're actually innovating at a rate that's greater than most tiny breweries are. Yeah. I mean, I remember visiting Sam Adams Jamaica Blaine Brewery, and they're like, they're, um, what would you call it? They're, um, they're like little one barrel system they do all their innovation. Yeah. They kind of sell I'm blanking area. on the name. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking. It's like a pilot system. Yeah, pilot system. Yeah. yeah. It's like a whole pilot lab. And they have like, I don't know, 40 different beers or something that they're just constantly right. working on. Yeah. And I remember seeing this talk from this uh, woman. She's basically a statistician that is working on, she was explaining how they take a concept, do a bunch of different variations on it and then slowly like mathematically refine it to the one that they really yeah. they really want to produce on a large scale. And you know, the the economic stakes are high for a brewery that big, but at the same time you gotta respect like the process. Yeah. yeah. And they're for doing sure. that innovation on site mm. as a company that big. Yeah. And they can produce and they produce the same reliable beers over and over again. Of course. Yeah. At the same time it's kind of refreshing to see that like even a brewery that big is taking that much time and energy to produce new things. Something new. And yeah. we don't always yeah. see that. But no, to of course, see but the, that kind of effort are. is impressive. Yeah. yeah. You well, know? Jim being the big listener of Brewers that he is, I'm sure <laughs> he'll appreciate <laughs> your time words. <laughs> right. Um, but it is. It is. I agree yeah. 100%. Um, the, the people pine. Let's talk about that. I, just okay. saw, I saw some food. We're getting a little sure. bit off subject. Are you getting hungry? Hide? Is that what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. The, you know, um, you guys are serving food and, and great beer mm-hmm. here. Um, did it start first as a restaurant or did it start first as a brewery? Uh, both at the same time. At yeah, the, the time. original brewery same was uh, 
actually in the kitchen. Oh gosh. And we can't lug all this stuff <laughs> oh, back there, but it's it it was. I mean, it's not a lot of space. Pandemonium. Um, I, I, when I, I fortunately that was before my time oh, here, but darn. I shudder to see to think about what they Imagine actually what doing a brewery been. in that space. It's yeah. very small. It's small now for a kitchen that includes the space that was also the brewery yeah. at the time. And what are you brewing on currently? Uh, we're currently on a 15 by 15 uh, pub brewing system. Okay. So the manufacturer pub's been out of business forever, but um, it's a nice, like, kind of efficient setup. It was actually, but, it, but fitting that in a kitchen would be, yeah, would yeah, be yeah, impossible. Yeah, right, yeah. So the original system was actually a seven barrel setup that was kind of repurposed dairy equipment, as many oh my breweries. Gosh, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, back big in the direct day. fire kettle yeah, that had yeah. like a, I don't know, multi hundred thousand BTU yeah, burner totally. underneath it. I mean, it's just weird weld marks and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. But it's insane to think about. A kitchen, a commercial kitchen, which is hot and busy. Yep. Yeah. At the same time, also it's like a hot, brewing beer. like humid brewery going. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, the reason they moved out was the kitchen was ready to kill the brewery staff. The brewery staff was ready to kill the kitchen staff. <laughs> yeah. I can all, understand everyone that. Everyone was button heads at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And then there were like a couple open fermenters down on the basement. Oh, I mean, geez. it was like full on, like early 2000s, crazy, <laughs> late 90s kind of crazy, yeah. um, cobbled together brewing setup. But That's you know, awesome. you talk to so many breweries in New England that have been around this long. And a like, lot you know, of them started yeah, like that, had, for like, sure. They'll always talk about uh, Peter Austin Brewing System. Yes. The other guy's name, but it's this br- very British way of brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a few that still exist, oh, yeah. and, and there of, are people who are trying to bring that. And, in, right? and yeah. there are people that are making great beer yeah. on these systems. That's the fascinating part. We did a honed it in, I guess. Yeah, we have a, a beer, Stone Pine IPA, that we did as a cla- another collaboration for Mass Beer Week with um, the folks out of Stone Cow Brewery in Barry, Mass. Yeah, and um, they their brewing equipment came from Watch City Brewery when oh, they gosh. went out of business and they bought the whole okay. thing at auction yeah. and uh, set it up and the and it's like open fermentation and it's it's a direct fire kettle and it's all these things that you know you drive your do. average brewer insane <laughs> but the beers are exceptional yeah that's and, crazy I mean everything from lagers through hazy IPAs yeah. and they're just delicious that's awesome and so you know it, it's you just brew funny with what you have it, right, yeah. right yeah. you brew with what you have and you just adapt to do it and it's like Open fermentation lagers, yep. like that in this context and that setup, it's like bananas, but it's happening. It's funny too because uh, talking you about the open that, fermentation though. thing, like that's how way back in the day, it's how oh, yeah. you originally were. You would brew originally, like yeah. Egypt, oh, like for sure. Thing. Eighty-four so hour. Per- yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. interesting yeah. thinking that you know that's the wrong way to brew, and honestly, it. It's how it started, so it's it's interesting to kind of see that. Yeah, and the, and there's actually a resurgence in some. Yeah, I actually, I saw recently on not just social media, they're doing some open fermented That's lagers, right. yeah. which yeah. are yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think Jack Sabby might be doing the same thing. They are, yeah. But it's just interesting because you think of like um, Sam Smith breweries. I think still uses Yorkshire squares, which are actually stone cubes. <laughs> that are open fermenters. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of bananas to think about that as like a, totally. just from my, you know, right. ease from of your, brewing point yeah. of view. Yeah. It is what a logistic headache that would be. But, you know, it actually produces <laughs> it a totally works. different style of beer. Yeah. And I'll give you a good example of this. So I absolutely adore DuPont Saison. And okay. in fact, their organic version, DuPont Saison Foray, I think is even better. But this is just right. purely like, you know, favorite beers. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. two are just are amazing. Yeah. So I wanted to produce a beer that was kind of an homage to my love of this particular style from this brewery. And you can look up the water, you can look up the ingredients, you can look up the yeast. So I got all the things. Sure. And I did all the math and I figured sure. out how to like really like basically do a clone recipe of yeah. this beer that I love. Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even close and it was totally the yeast. But I had the yeast from DuPont and I started looking at it. The way they ferment their beer is completely, completely different, different, right? And this yeah. was like a long time ago before I really understood what was going on. Yeah. 
And the fascinating part is that, you know, the the character, the, there's a German concept called Hausgeschmacht, which means house flavor in beer. And yes. it's completely Individual a result that. of that yep. brewery. Yep. And it has to do with the way the wort is transferred, how the boil happens, mm-hmm. how the mash relative. You'll never to be able to reproduce it. It's impossible. It. Yeah. And there was something that I learned talking to a brewery from uh, 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 one of the um, guys who works at the corporate QC lab for Miller. And he said they do all these tests of Miller Lite, right? So all, all the these, you know, QC panel sure. will sit down yeah. and taste Miller Lite from all the different breweries across the country that are brewing Miller Lite. And they don't taste the same. So this is a brewery with all the money, yeah. all the technology, all the PhDs behind their QC program. Of course. And they can't get the beer to taste exactly the same from brewery to brewery. And that says yeah. to me, there's some sort of like justice in the cosmos of beer that like you you still have to have that house flavor. Yeah. And it was naive of me to think that I was gonna produce something <laughs> that was being made same. on a brewery in, in a brewery in Belgium. Yeah. So right. ours was tasty. It just yeah. wasn't what I expected it to be, right. but it had its own character relative yeah. to our equipment. Yeah. yeah. And so there's something really sort of magical about that. I think that there's this kind of it's um, kind of the art of beer, right? Of course. And, right. and to brew yeah. at a brewery for a long period of time. This goes back to your goes back to your question about why would you stay in a brewery for you know this much time? And sort of uh, on some level, it's kind of it's interesting to get used to the equipment and learn what that flavor is and how to work with that over the years. And you know, I sort of think if I did 10 years ago what I know I can do now mm-hmm. would what, what would that have been but maybe that was the beer of 10 years ago yeah. you know? it's yeah. sort of an existential beer concept how does this evolution happen how does it get better how are you refining it what are you doing differently yeah. um, you know I remember when Hazy IPA sort of first came about I, I was like you know I, I want a pills you know, I'm all set. Thank you. This is fun, but I, I'm. All, but then I started talking to other brewers, and you start learning. Jesus, this is just as complicated. I mean, the the, mm-hmm. the detailed work involved in really executing a high quality, New even though it goes IPA. against all the things you've learned. Right. right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So it's totally counterintuitive to what you typically do as a brewer for some of these other techniques. It's equally as interesting. And some of those concepts start to apply in a different way. Yeah. And so that brings us back to this sort of brute pills is that at first I was like, brute IPA, novelty, kind of dumb idea. I'm not into it. Yeah. But then you have one that you go, huh. Blows your mind. This pairs yep. beautifully with this food I'm having. Why is this? Why? This is like, I'm enjoying this. And I, and I, I don't want I don't to enjoy, want this, enjoy this, but I'm kind of enjoying this. <laughs> and so you say, how can I apply the same concept to something else? Mm. And then all of those like dots start getting connected. And you say, yeah. like, how do yeah. I make this work? Let's try a lager with this. Yeah. And, and honestly, you know, maybe ultimately at the end of the day, we made like a really good dry light lager. <laughs> But at the same time, it's a great German lager. Yeah, it was awesome. For sure. It's made with floor malted uh, Bohemian Pilsner malt from Weirman Malting in Bamberg. You know, we used Mandarina Bavaria hops. It's, it's, it's like awesome. really exceptional yeah. ingredients yeah. that went into this. And what you end up with is something that's light, crisp, super refreshing, and kind of an interesting concept. A yeah. 0% residual sugar lager. Very. Which yeah. is totally opposite to the concept of like decoction mm-hmm. mashing yeah. lager where you of really course. want to accentuate this layered detailed, you know, sort of complex character of malt. For sure. 
it started to turn some of these sort of concepts I had about brewing on their head. And that's the best part yeah. about all of this innovation. So although I say it'd be fun to make the same beer over and over again and refine it, <laughs> we wouldn't be where we are today as an industry without people doing crazy things yeah. all the time. I think so, I, oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was I, just going to say, so to kind of go along with that, you're saying, you know, brewing beers over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any kind of a flagship beer that you are oh, yeah. always brewing? Okay. Yeah, and I have to give a shout out to um, Cambridge Brewing Company and Will Myers over there. Sure. Their menu is actually kind of an inspiration for how we do what we do here. Awesome. I love when you sit down there, and again, this is like one of those beer experiences that like drives yeah. your kind of, you know, where you're at as a brewer. Yeah. And, and I remember sitting down there on this warm summer day. It's great outdoor seating outside there. I don't know if you yeah. guys have been there. Of course. We've been there a few times, yeah. yeah. But it's like this great patio out front, yeah. right? And I remember saying it's a warm day. I was a friend of mine from college, and we're sitting there, and we're drinking beers. And I looked at, you know, we look at the menu, and, and it's interesting. They have sort of this one side of the menu. I haven't been there in a little while, to be totally honest, but <laughs> might not be the same thing. But there's one side yeah. of the menu is sort of beers that are more accessible. Mm-hmm. I don't know how else to describe it. It was like an more Amber palatable. Ale. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just like yeah. if, if you're if you're looking for like. You don't want to be something like easy drinking or whatever. challenged by a beer yeah. today. Here's, yeah. This is great for you. You're the layman coming off the street. Right. Yep. Yeah. And so we're tasting through everything, and everything. Good on way that, to do it. They yeah. were, mm, yeah. but, but they were excellent. The quality level was like exceptional. The execution was clearly for sure. done with the same care as everything else. Yeah. But then you get to the other side of it, and it's like this is where the you know will just like stretches Went his crazy. legs. He's like this is like all the fun sour <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And, barley wines the imperial beers and all these things and, and so it was really fun to, I, I saw that many I said well what a great concept you know how do you have different and interesting things how do you have different beers that you're fitting on a menu while also maintaining things that people can come back and enjoy so there's a number yeah. of customers that want to come back and enjoy the same beer every day. I know people that come here and they drink the same beer every day every That's single thing. day yeah totally and I always think about that person yeah when I'm brewing that beer because I'm not drinking that beer every day. Right. I probably should be. But I also like, you know, it's just, I got 12 beers on tap. It's just not realistic. Right. But, you know, that person expects me to do as good a job with every single batch as I did with the batch before it. So, for sure. um, Cambridge, I thought, had an interesting example where they had, you know, four or five beers that were done beautifully and totally accessible. Yeah. And so we have our Pied Piper IPA, Farmer Brown, uh, People's Gold. Hope Street Amber and Oatmeal Stout, we brew all the time. Okay. They're available year-round. Awesome. And we really work to refine those beers every time we brew them. So that scratches that itch I was talking about earlier. Yeah. We were trying to refine the same beer over and over mm. again. Yeah. Um, but everything else is more or less rotating. The double IPA people really want all the time now, too. So <laughs> that, that really yeah. doesn't see a lot of... Um, rotation but what we do do is we change the hops in that beer all the time cool so it's a different um, flavor yeah it's a little bit different every time yeah. so or every batch um and then everything else is just kind of unique fun things um sharp wit was our pink boot society beer that cool. um my assistant brewer jess uh her recipe her beer awesome. she brewed it with her dad as like a homebrew recipe Very that cool. was super cool we yeah. tasted that i had some suggestions she had some ideas we sort of came up with this thing that was like this totally new beer it's a white ipa um, so it's fermented with uh, Belgian farmhouse yeast, and it's oh man, it's a whole bunch of different <laughs> stuff. But you know, it's got local, awesome. um, locally grown and malted wheat from four-star yeah. farms up in Northfield. Yeah. Cool. It's got some local hops. So it's, it's got a bunch local. of citra. It's not all local, but it's got, it's just kind of like a totally unique thing for us. But what a cool opportunity for right. people who are coming here and they want to try something different. Totally. Um, Stone Pine collaboration with uh, that is actually all local. 
Um, the cool. base mall for that is Stone Path Mall from Ware, Mass. Um, then it's got rye, malted rye, and malted wheat grown at Four Star Farms in Northfield, just up the road. It's all Four Star Farms hops. Um, what else do we have on this crazy new style? We talked about that at Pilsner. Training Wheel Session IPA. We have that on year-round now, so I guess like that's one of those beers that we're <laughs> doing over and over again. You know, it's that magical combination of citra and mosaic that everyone goes bananas for. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's, it's in a 4.5% <laughs> package, so you sort of get all the, yep. the hops and everything else. And Rucksack Wander is a great beer that's just one of those things that I wanted to make. Cool. It's a Dortmund lager, um, which nobody really knows what it yeah. is. No, <laughs> tell us about this. Dortmund lager is a bit like a Hellas, but it has a more minerally finish to it. And you want to talk about like splitting a hair. It's just got that slight minerality in the background that I think um, really makes it kind of more balanced than Hellas, even though Hellas is super balanced style. Um, so when you go into making recipes, not to interrupt, uh, we have wonderful food here. I see barbacoa tacos, roasted yep. carrot salads. Does the head chef here ever say, listen, I'm, I want to pair food with what you're making? Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Because, I mean, what do we have to do? We have to sit down and drink beer and eat food. So. <laughs> exactly, right? I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a good perk of the but job. But does, yeah. um, does an idea for a recipe come first usually, or is it because you have beer that's already produced? Probably the beer first. But, it, you yeah. know, it's just easy. I think it's more logistically straightforward to come up with... Um, a dish that's that pairs with a beer that I made. The beer is going to take two to four weeks to produce, and the right. food you can come up with kind of on the spot in some degree. Now, that's not necessarily always the case. Some of the stuff we do it takes a little bit longer, but of course, um, yeah. But yeah, it's always fun to talk to. And that's the beauty of one of these small, like actually a brew pub or a restaurant brewery in general, is that it's super fun to say like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing." let's talk about how we can incorporate it with this other thing. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. let's sit down and eat and drink all the things. And then we end up like <laughs> just being totally satisfied at the end of the day. That's oh my awesome. God. It sounds awesome. Yeah. 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 It's a hard life. So <laughs> it sounds awful. Yeah. yeah. Find me up. <laughs> so then obviously we've been talking a lot of positives and how right. sexy the beer industry is. What <laughs> frustrates you? Like, are, is there anything that frustrates you? Frustrations. Um, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. I mean, You know, I think the, the we always talk about trends and, and how it's hard to figure out what trends to chase and what trends not to chase. Yeah. Um, I think branding and marketing are playing an even more important role in the beer world For sure. now yeah. than yeah. they did before. No, definitely. Um, and I think I... I I mean, every brewery is going to tell you. Every brewer is going to tell you they're doing a great job. But I, I do, I do. <laughs> but you guys are really doing. A I great do job. objectively feel like we're it would be it. frustrating yeah. if you said, "Oh no, 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 we're not." Okay, but not really. <laughs> I, I think though that we we do make an excellent beer, and we make twelve different. We have twelve different beers that I feel like on their own are qualitatively excellent products. Yeah. Um, we go to a lot of trouble to make every single one unique and different and interesting and and good examples of what they are. And I think that in today's world, sometimes swinging for the fence gets you more attention than actually producing a really high quality beer. I would agree with that. I agree with that. And yeah. I, I have yeah. to say that comes with a little bit of an asterisk because I, I, <laughs> I can't say that, you know, 
it, when you start getting into what is good and what isn't good, it just yeah. becomes wildly subjective and it's a waste totally. of time. Totally. But at the same time, I think that there's there's so many breweries that really brewers that really know what objectively high quality beer is, and are provi- are, are executing these things these these beers at like a level that just you know it's just great mm. and really detail oriented yeah. and exceptional and all that stuff. But at the same time, you're getting a lot of brewers that are coming up with new things that just aren't really maybe their best foot forward mm. but because it's new they know it's going to sell yeah and they're just and they'll be done with it in a week so let's move on to the next thing right right mm-hmm. we see and that a lot again yeah. it's, it's hard to say that without sounding a little obnoxious but <laughs> I, I think that you know we've all had that beer mm. like, yeah. i'm gonna try that new brewery and you taste it and you're like hmm not my favorite i can taste three things that maybe they did they could have done a little differently that would have improved the overall purpose of the beer and the quality of what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um, and then maybe you go back a month later and they've done that, but it was just that first step forward. Yeah. That might be a little bit of a stumble. They don't know what they don't know. Right. But we all don't know what we don't know. So it's hard to say that as a criticism. <laughs> right. I think For you got to sure. start somewhere. So sure. I'm, I'm always a little wary of saying like, well, these birds are doing a terrible job. These yeah. doing a great job. <laughs> you know, I, I think that there's, there's, uh, there's qualitative issues all over the map and there's also amazing beer all over the map. And so, I think that's kind of all part of the adventure is going sure. on, tasting all these things from all these different breweries and, you know, meeting the people and seeing where they're coming from. I've met people Man, that... That's what we're, we're doing, doing here. Yeah, right. We love this. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I've met, you know, people that own quote-unquote breweries and you can tell it's a marketing and investment project. Yeah. And we've met those people yeah, we've as well. Met those <laughs> yeah. And you can tell right away that this is a cool brand. Yeah. You did a great job yes. with a brand. Yes. Good work. But then you can meet the people that have the great brand but also the great beer oh man they are just full on yeah they could be penniless and they'd still yep. love making this beer you know and so it's just interesting to I, I don't know where what like the median is right yep. I'm not sure where that's at right now but I, yeah. I think at least here in Massachusetts we the gross, gross majority of breweries are producing an excellent beer. I'd yeah, agree with that. There's good liquid out For there. Sure. Um, <laughs> and I think also that's what I was talking about before with that sort of sense of community is that it's also about reaching out to those breweries that are, you know, may, maybe there's there's something you can help them with. Or they you want to be you want to feel like you're that brewer that can answer a question sure. if they have it. Yeah. Uh, and so I think reaching out and being a part of these in collaboration projects, we're learning things from, you know, other breweries that, that I didn't know or they're doing a technique on their equipment that I might be able to apply to mine that's totally different and interesting and, and it's fun and so exciting. It's so different from any other industry. It's not like right. you would see Apple and Samsung. Right. They're not <laughs> going to call each other. Working together. Right, right. Hey, man, I'm having a hardware issue. Let's make issue. a phone together. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. We'd probably all be better off. Yeah. Actually, the price would probably, maybe it would be higher. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust that. <laughs> Let's just leave it the way it is. <laughs> I guess our our last subject is a great segue to mm-hmm. what's your Mount Rushmore of brewers? Do you have one or of brewers? Oh, good question. Or just like the beer industry in general. Like, what would you throw up there? Yeah, you've mentioned like Will from Cambridge, or he's definitely one of them. I always feel like I'm way out of my league talking to him. <laughs> um, yeah, his the the breadth of quality and style and just creativity that they execute at the level they do is off the map. Yeah. I don't know anybody else that's doing really quite that. I mean just for being They're around as long as they have. Yeah, just yeah. crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I sort of also love that 
they're not they are who they are they're, exactly they're not trying to be the next yeah, poppy they're, they're, right. destination they're, 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 well, just they're just doing what they do and, and they're not they're out doing driving well. some you know they're not like selling new fancy merch or no. it's like this is it's good yeah they just recently made a hazy IPA like, right within the last like recently yeah. yeah yeah. but the interesting thing is I know given the other beers I've had for them it's gonna be really oh, good it's yes. gonna be awesome it's gonna I'm be sure. an exceptional version yes. of that yeah and if they've taken this long to do it it's gonna be great yep. yeah and his the sour stuff they come out with is out of this world phenomenal I mean, it's, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. one of those one of those brewers doing it so long and so innovative and the other interesting thing is that he's just a super nice guy yeah um who else Four heads on Mount Rushmore. There yes. are. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> Do I have to fill all of them? <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyone I mean, you know, think just, you would Just wanna... people that you look up to. Or, you know, maybe not even look up to, but just respect. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to... This might sound like a cop-out answer, but I don't <laughs> think it's necessarily about one brewer or one person that I think is really... I agree with that. You know, crushing yeah. it. I, I think in terms of... When I go to a brewery and I say these, you know, this is a place that I want to, I want to know what's going on here. It's, you know, I'll go to a brewery and, and I'll, I'll pick a style to taste. That's something that, you know, if they're mailing it in, that's the beer they're going to mail it in with. Yeah. And I think that a brewery, there's no beer you mail it in with ever. It has to be like, you have to be just as focused on that beer that you're yeah. appealing to a light beer drinking crowd as you are with the beer that, you know, you love. As a brewer, right. right, right. And so, like, if I go to a place and I say, like, here's, um, you know, I'm going to try their Blondale or, hey, they've got a Kolsch and you taste the Kolsch and you realize that it's, like, totally not Kolsch yeast. It's just they're, like, we just named this thing this thing because we yeah. wanted something that's, like, unique and crazy, you know. Yeah. I feel like that says a lot about a brewery when it's not, they don't, you, you can't taste the same attention to detail across all of the beers they make. And I think... At the end of the day, this state is like totally one of, if not the best state to drink beer in. I, I think it's really. Would agree with that. I think yeah. it's really funny how much attention like Vermont gets, and how much attention. And I'm going to talk about her. I, I hope that you don't have too many listeners in Vermont or Maine. <laughs> oh, yeah. but no, but I totally agree. It's I'll, like, I'll wave the Massachusetts beer flag all day long. Because if you can't find it being brewed here and being brewed well here, you're not looking. You're not looking hard yeah. enough. You're not yeah. looking at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just turn a rock. Want? Yeah. You want like world class lager? Yeah. Take your pick. Yeah. You know, you want yep. exceptional sour beer? I'm gonna drive down the street to my friends at Honest Wheat. They are making beers that are out of this world. Yeah. That can hang with the best stuff from Belgium. Yeah. Yeah. I want great hoppy beers. I'll go to any of a number of breweries around yeah. here. I know. I want my hazy IPA. Fine. I'm going to drive down the street. Or, geez, you could spend how much time in Boston? Pick pick your brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You want traditional Czech lager? I'll take a trip over to Notch. Yeah. Right. Totally. No. Or totally I'm sure agree. there's somebody else doing that I just right. don't know about at this point. I mean, that's the crazy part, <laughs> yeah. too, is there's breweries you just don't even know exist yet. Yeah. So but many to even crushing. Right to have such a small state that you can span in, what, an hour and a half? Right. And... Well, end to end, you're probably talking like two hours. Yeah, maybe, maybe two three. plus. Maybe maybe three. Three. Yeah. Before you hit New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to be real. We're being honest. Yeah. But I mean, you try to do that yeah. in Texas. You know, you no, that's what I mean. It's a day. You know, you're spending <laughs> a, day. a day to drive. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I think that, that it's a destination. For some yeah. reason, you know, Massachusetts isn't doesn't have the same reputation as a state of beer that like a Vermont does. Everyone's like, I gotta go to Vermont. But does it? I mean, no, it does. It does. And I I say that very, um, very cautiously. I think that's just because because of a few beers, like Heavy Topper, 
and well, you know, but you do see like amazing beer in Vermont, right? right? Of course, and, of course, and it's Vermont. So right. we all want to go. Like, but I also do, the do think thing, in right? Massachusetts, when you say we've talked to people, countless people on right. Instagram, we do beer trades. Oh, can you get us Treehouse and Trillium? Right. It's like yeah, we can, but I can. I can show you some you other beers too. The other too. beer that I can send yes. you, and that is no knock against <laughs> Trillium or Treehouse, no. but it's like. I could not wait in line and There's send you a beer breweries, yeah. that you're going to enjoy yeah. just as mouth, but best because it's not a red can that has haziness right, on it. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes, right. goes back to branding. And you know what? But but I think that there's... But that's what I mean, that I think as a state, we're producing some of the best beer in the country. Agreed. And, totally you know, there's bigger that. states yeah. with more breweries, fine. Yep. But I, I really... And we're more, maintaining breweries because there's... Yeah. Denver, Colorado, for example, there's a brewery that opens across the street and then closes, and another one goes in there. Right, right? Yeah. We are maintaining professions, yeah. building jobs. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that um, the quality of beer in Massachusetts right now is just it's off huge. the charts. Yeah. And, no, totally. you know, I, I do a lot of work with the Brewers Guild, and to visit breweries that. Oh, we were just out at. Um, we had a meeting out at Widowmaker Brewing in, in Braintree. Yeah, love them. I don't get down that way very often. It's a two and a half hour yeah. drive. That was Greenfield. for us coming out to here. Yeah. I mean, we, I'm, <laughs> right. It's a yeah, super we, made long drive. we made the trip. We made the trip for you guys. Yeah. yeah. But to go there and taste beers that I've never had before and walk right through their list and everything was stellar. Yeah. That's awesome. What a great opportunity yeah. to have have you know a, a community oriented purpose to go to a place. I'm I'm just it's just I don't find myself in Braintree often. I'll say no. that. <laughs> uh, but but we, we have people that are from South Shore Western Mass right, who come yeah. out to our area and, you know. Right. Yeah. Totally. What's, what's good to try? Here's right. the list. What should I try? Yeah. Here's the list. Eeny, meeny, right. miny. Literally, you won't mess. Yeah. I'm yeah. hearing about new breweries that are opening all the time. Yeah. yeah. And people are saying, yeah, this is really good. Or that brewer that started at that other place and said, hey, I'm going to go try that beer from that other, yeah. you know, and then their right. beer is exceptional. They started bringing it. It's all, right. it, it's just fascinating how fast it's growing, how good it is, and how... You couldn't hope, even, I, I always think about this, you know, I think of these guys, um, the Mass Brew Bros, they, I think they're, in, they do a lot on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. It's, they're all over, it's yeah. like a, it's a blog, right? Yeah. 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 Super nice guys. But they, I mean, they are all over the state. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And it's bonkers to think that they really spend all of their time drinking Massachusetts beer. Yeah. We've, we've like discussed that. Yeah. We've discussed yeah, you know? that, yeah. Like, what yeah. if, you, I mean, I honestly don't even feel like I scratch the surface. Right. Mostly because I work 50 hour weeks, but, you know, I don't have a lot of time <laughs> driving breweries. But, you yeah. know, if I spent every waking hour that I wasn't working in a brewery going to breweries, yeah. I still wouldn't hit it all. Oh, and this no. is not our full time jobs either. I mean, no, this is it's, totally not. We're lucky. I mean, what we've touched probably. We're lucky we've hit every the East Coast, the East Coast maybe, maybe, but it's like, but only with the North Side it's, of the East it's, Coast. It's, <laughs> but it's it's every week. It's you know, oh, yeah. you know, there's such great right. Being but what I find yeah. though is that I go, you know, I love going up to Maine and Vermont, and New Hampshire, and tasting all the beers up there. And um, gosh, just some beautiful beers from Schilling Beer up in New Hampshire, and yeah, um, got all this stuff in Vermont. I mean, it, you know, Zero Gravity is like easily one of my favorite breweries Same. of all time, and yeah. I, I think Solid. one of the most yeah. underrated breweries. Period. Yeah, they're, they're I love that we can finally it's trickling into the state that we can <laughs> oh, get. Oh yeah, no, we, yeah, we, right, 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 yes. exactly. And it's just you know, I, I think of a warm afternoon. My wife and I were out on the patio of their production brewery in South Burlington, and it's like that sampler, that like you know that those four or five beers with that sunshine on that. Pit. 
It's a beautiful I mean, spot. I've yeah. been there. Or like sitting in that yeah. alleyway next to their yeah. restaurant. You know, as I've waxed poetic about Massachusetts beer, but you know, <laughs> there's, you, but I mean, there are in Massachusetts we yeah, have industrial have spaces, experience. right? And then yeah. we have that same, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so I think that um, it's fascinating to me to think that the the more further afield I taste beer. The more mm. I think I can get this in Massachusetts, and that's not to say you shouldn't get oh, out in totally the world not. and enjoy right. some things, but yeah. at the same time, um, we have a great. Don't forget your backyard yeah, here, yeah. folks. Always, and, and travel yeah. a little bit. You know, we we've done collaboration beers with uh, Big Elm out in, in Sheffield, Mass. Yeah. Delicious beers, great yeah. people, um, nicest brewers in the world. Um, the folks out in uh, at Shire Brew House in Lennox. This is terrible. I, I live right. in Western Mass. Yeah. I really don't know the towns of the Berkshires very well. <laughs> yep. But um, super nice guys, delicious beer, bright ideas up in North Adams making amazing beer. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like all over the place all yeah. the time. And, yeah. and that for me is the biggest difference as a brewer from when I started in this business to where I am now is that it's so creative yeah. and it's so different and the quality level is so high. Yeah. yeah. And we're just, it's, we're killing it as a state. Yeah. We really are. Yeah. So killing us. How do you plan on killing it in the future <laughs> with, with <laughs> the, the people's fine to segue right. a little bit? Well, I think we're, you know, we're going to, we're going to really look, try, just try doing different things, continue to do different yeah. things. And I say that it's like a fairly conservative brewer and people have like argued that this is one of the challenges the pine has when they come in here over and over again. And say, you know, I like what you did, but it, you know, you really didn't do that milkshake. Have you <laughs> or you didn't do, where's the dessert beer? Yeah. And it's like, that's uh. just not my thing. But I do also appreciate that maybe I need to be challenged as a brewer right. to try some of those things. Yeah. We would yeah. probably sell a lot of a milkshake IPA or a dessert yeah. beer, you know? It's, yeah. it's hard. To, <laughs> I just really struggle to produce those beers because yeah. I don't really like the gimmicky, what I feel is like kind of a gimmicky part of it. But at the same time, I think it's just as interesting to take the time to construct a recipe like that as it is to produce a super finely made fast beer or a yeah, pilsner, sure. of you course. Know? And, and i think that it's important um to continue to challenge ourselves as a brewery to do something different unique interesting yeah challenging you know step out of our box yeah, yeah. yeah totally as much as step i love out of your comfort zone right yeah as much as i love refining beers over and over again that, that you don't grow as a brewer doing that. right so yeah. you're and even things you said yourself the, the recipe might have changed from right. 10 years ago. Right. You know, so. yeah. And one of the most important things over the, the decade I've been in this business is to listen to your customers. Yeah. They, they're, they're always going to have some of the best commentary. That guy that sits at your bar and drinks the, the same, same beer yeah. every day, yeah. he knows your beer better than you do. I guarantee it. And I can taste beer all day long over at our brewery, but that's a very specific context to taste things. Yeah. You know, I drink our brown ale like throughout the whole process, the wort, the mid-fermentation, beginning of fermentation, all of it, all the way through. Yeah. I know that beer inside and out, but I'm not drinking it here in the pub as much as the couple that sit right. at the bar and drink that over right. and over. Every day, yeah. You know, and that's an important context to appreciate because that's how somebody's going to come in that's never been here before. Yeah. There, we're about dinner time if you're leaving to go skiing in Vermont and you're coming from Connecticut or New York. Yeah. So we get a lot of people that come in and say, oh, I, I was hungry and I looked up, you know, brewery, food, on Yelp, <laughs> food or yeah. whatever, and it, this popped up, so I stopped. So then to Okay, go. well, how do I gauge that? That person has a particular context they're used right. to beer in, and it's not necessarily how I'm used to, you know, how I'm used to perceiving it. So I have to make sure that that, this is really the neuroses of brewery, <laughs> when you start thinking about <laughs> every single customer yeah. you're serving beer to, it, just, it becomes a complicated thing, but... Um, it's about really listening to the customers. And when they yeah. say to you, hey, I noticed this difference. 
as the brewer, you better go back and check. Yeah, of course. And so find out if there is a difference. That's a mark of a good you know? brewer. Right. Yeah. So let's talk about that more. Like, so untapped, right? <laughs> How much do you pay attention to that? I spend, you ready for this? Oh, I'm so ready. Zero minutes of good. my life. We hear Ooh. that a lot. We, we do, lot. actually. I don't yeah. read your advocate reviews. Yeah. But I don't care about any of it. Yeah. You just kind of like I listen like to my customers. Yeah. I taste the crap out of our beer. Yeah. I want, you know, it's, <laughs> I always think of this funny story the, the uh, brewer down at the North Hampton Brewery he was in the brew house and, and they, they are actually a brew pub where the yeah. brewery is in the a same place brew as, yeah. as the yeah. bar and he brewery was, restaurant yeah, yeah. And he just happened to be looking at Untapped that day and he had just released their fast beer and it was a hyper traditional fast beer not even a fast beer but fast beer is very different than Mars and October of course, yes. Yes. October. Yes. So yes. they're all Much different. different concepts yep. and, and fast beer is actually a little bit lighter of course it's like I, I think of uh, Wine Stefaner's fast beer is a very good example Correct. it mm-hmm. almost looks totally. like a Hellas or yes. a Pilsner yep. Yep. and so they produced a super traditional fast beer and they released it that day and sure enough this review pops up on tap that just takes a big hearty dump on it of course and it was like this isn't traditional blah 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 blah. (laughs) and so he was like huh that's funny there's a picture of this beer at the bar while he's giving me like I don't know whatever whatever two stars or something and so he walks out to the bar and he finds the guy and he has a conversation with him and he says like hey man I saw your untapped the guy was like totally taken aback you of know course. this is crazy <laughs> but think about it this way you know we can all quietly like shit on somebody else's beer all of day course. long but at the end of the day you know this is an experience you get in a small brewery your brewer might be sitting at the bar totally yeah you don't know so just ask the yeah. question yeah you yeah know? If you don't think it's traditional, ask the bartender. Yeah. yeah. What about this? Right. Don't sit on your phone and, you know. Poo-poo on yeah. Dump Whatever. on something that yeah. you don't know anything yeah. about. Yeah. And f- honestly. What are they called? Thumb warriors or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that. That's good. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, but, you know, I think it's about really, um, you know, you can have a giant meal of barbecue and then taste a pilsner. And you're gonna right. get, maybe you give it one star. Yeah, this just tastes like barbecue to me. Yeah, no shit. You, you just, just ate a whole ate, plate of barbecue. Right, what do you think right. is gonna happen? Or well, you could have been on with, the could, most amazing date in the world and right. met the love of your life and had this shitty beer. Ever. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. right, right. So yeah. I think that um, appreciate beer for what it is in the context you're having it. Yeah, and don't waste your time on the internet. Uh, writing about it. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Love it. So, Chris, you know, I just have a yeah. couple more questions yeah. here as we go. Um, what's in your fridge at home? What's in my fridge at home? Um, I have a Barrel House Z double IPA. Nice. Super nice. old that I need to drink. <laughs> drink it. Oh, go home tonight. Drink it. Um, Do it now. <laughs> I have some some of our beer that's fair. That's more of like a aging experiment to see like okay. how our double IPA like actually sort of the aging yeah. trajectory yeah. of the flavor for sure um, I've got like one can of our oatmeal stout because I drank the rest of the four pack <laughs> on St. Patrick's Very Day good. my brother was supposed to come over but he bailed and then I just drank the beer anyway easy That's enough like, yeah, yeah. Um, what else um, I might have like an alchemist in the back of the fridge I should probably drink right. that too yep. now that I think about it yep. um <laughs> Any guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures. Like if you're going out, what do you gravitate towards? Oh my God, as a beer? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Um, I, I had 
We were, my sales guy and I went out, we went out to, uh, we had some additional, these 500 milliliter bottles we get from this company in Canada. And uh, we had to deliver them out to um, Honest Weight. And, and they've got a couple of sour beers that I would say are my guilty pleasure. Really? They are very expensive bottles, but <laughs> it's like, Delicious. it's totally worth it. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's like yeah. a $14 500 mil bottle right of course which yeah. amounts to like a 14 dollar pint yeah but it's it's really good <laughs> it's yeah. worth it yeah. yeah and so in terms of a guilty pleasure that i like spend a lot of money on you know it's a local brewery that's like killing it in the sour beer department so it's no awesome. uh if you went to local burger joint right and there right. was uh your list of domestics on there what yeah. would be your go-to or you're at a concert and well that's a good question uh, well oddly enough jack's <laughs> abbey is pretty widely i know available it is yeah now. like it's most true. stadiums Bullshit concert venues it's yeah. so yeah, funny yeah, though yeah. feels great yeah. we're, we're so spoiled our, our sound guy's a little bit younger than us and yeah you go oh what do you what did you drink in college and he it's goes like, notch and notch. Yeah. <laughs> I was, you don't like, even what? know man yes. i was like i literally had to we're like right, right. i had to work like four or five hours to get like resin six points you know like but I, I argue that to like sit down on a hot day with like a tall boy totally. and against the water. It's great. I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, it's not a bad beer. Totally or, I always have a soft spot in my heart for uh, Yingling Lager. There you go. Um, That's not I've, a bad beer. No, when people say like, no. yeah. And I went to college in Pennsylvania, so we drank our wheat okay. and Yingling yep. regularly. Yep. Uh, and it was unreasonably cheap there. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, I remember um, when I came to Massachusetts, I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. Right. Yeah. Right. And also, um, when I did my brewing course out in Wisconsin, the, uh, one of the people that was in the course too was Wendy Yingling, Dick Yingling's son. Oh, oh wow. da- daughter. I'm sorry, daughter. Um, and it was just funny because oh. she ended up actually being the um, designated driver because she was like seven months pregnant or something. Oh, oh wow. Of course. But she was taking the course to <laughs> nice. learn more about the, the actual technical side of brewing. Oh, wow. Because ultimately her and her sisters are taking, taking over the company the eventually. Oh, true. Oh, so it was yeah, just like yeah. kind of wild to talk to her about the yingling yeah. sort of business and one of the lecturers was the guy who I don't know if he still is but he was running yingling's Tampa brewery so they brewery in Pennsylvania and they also brewery in Tampa Florida and it was just fascinating to like talk about an independent company and how sure. they do what they do and yeah. the challenges and kind of the, the interesting components of a business yeah. like that that's been around they're sort of an anomaly they're, right. they're, they're sort of big beer but, but totally a family-owned kind of, yeah, small business. Yeah. yeah. And I actually saw a list of 50 biggest craft breweries in the country, and they were on it. Which is And I never crazy. really thought about them as right. a craft, craft brewery, yeah. per but se. They're independent. But they're yeah. yeah. Given the new volume sort of definition of what craft beer is, yeah. they're totally a craft brewery. Yeah. yeah. So uh, where can we find the beer? Uh, where are you located in the world. In the world. So in we're, the world. Our listeners um, find you. you can always come to our pub in downtown Greenfield, on Federal Street in Greenfield, Mass. Um, you can also get our cans, and we're sort of transitioning to cans now, but some of okay. our 22 ounce bottles still exist cool. in the world. Cool. Yep. Packaging's another a, a podcast for another time. It yeah. is, yes. Of course, sure. I know that struggle. Yeah, we've switched over to sixteen ounce cans, um, and you can find them at a number of accounts, sort of along the Route Two corridor out towards Cambridge and Somerville, a little bit in the uh, Cambridge Somerville area. Some of the craft beer sellers carry our beer. Cool. Um, so yeah, there's a list of accounts that carry our beer, stores carry our beer on our website, cool. um, peoplesfine.com. Check it out. Um, also. 
for new beer stuff, you can check out our Instagram at People's Pint Brewery yep. um, or at the People's Pint. We have a restaurant Instagram and a brewery Instagram. Oh, it's like cool. you've listened to our podcast. You know right. what we're going to ask next. Cool. Or check out our Facebook. We yeah. usually cross promote everything between Instagram for, and Facebook. Of course. We're we do the same. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And all this stuff. We're not, we're not young and hip like everybody yeah. else. Oh, <laughs> usually it works that way. <laughs> um, and also, like all of our um, charitable beers and, and things we do to sort of connect further with the community and learn a little more about all that on our website. Awesome. And so every episode we kind of end with what are you most proud of? And that could be as open-ended as you want it to be. Mm, Whatever. Most proud of. Just sort of in general? Yeah, in general. Life, currently, Um, whatever you're feeling. We'll, we'll stick with beer. I have lots of things I'm proud of, I feel like. Uh, You know, in, in 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 a beer industry full of a lot of haters, a lot of bad energy. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm on a big, on a big topical level. I'm proud of the Massachusetts beer industry. Cool. I think we That's are awesome. crushing it. I agree. Totally like, agree. Awesome good old-fashioned crushing it. <laughs> New breweries that are coming out are making great things. Breweries that totally. have been here forever are still killing it. Totally. Um, big to small, we're killing it. Awesome. Um, but on a smaller level, um, I think our Dortmunder is. First time I've ever brewed a Dortmunder. I kind of feel like we nailed it, like a little awesome. bit. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> cool, I don't want cool. to pat myself on the back, but I really think we did a good job. <laughs> um, but uh, and more existentially, I remember um, we did a batch of our Imperial Stout. Oh my God, eight years ago in uh, Jack Daniel's barrels, yeah. and probably one of the most proud moments was to taste that beer at 65 degrees, room temp, totally flat, yeah. right before I transferred it into the bright tank. Yeah. And I haven't had anything like that since. That's cool. It was just That's like so the awesome. perfect balance of like beer and barrel and all the things work together beautifully. Serve it on cast. Yeah. I'm always Yeah, do serve it on cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have to go back in time yeah. and get that beer. But yes. um, I, I still, I yearn for that, that same flavor someday. Yeah. And I, I'd like to say I, I did it, but I think it was more um, serendipity than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome though. Well, Chris, thank you Love so it. much for taking some time out of oh, your day to do This was great. And uh, <laughs> until next times cheers absolutely cheers cheers what's up thank you guys if you've made it this far in our episode featuring chris of people's pints i'm sure you heard my abrupt ending so i hope you enjoyed and laughed at my pain yeah he really had to pee yeah it was awesome yes (laughs) that was like the fourth (laughs) interview of the day but um chris awesome interview uh we had an awesome meal at People's Pint, if I recall. Correctly. Yeah, if you're ever like just taking a long trip out to Western Mass, definitely stop there. They have amazing food, amazing beer, just a great atmosphere in general. So and I just can't. I don't have do enough, it. enough good things to say about Western Mass. It's just a beautiful area. And surprisingly, too. amazing beer. Surprising? Not I mean, surprising. Not surprising. Yo, I guess. I don't no. know. No. Okay. Amazing. I mean, people. everyone knows like Boston have good beer. Like, you don't necessarily think Western Mass has good beer, but they really do. No, they have some of the best beer, in my opinion. Cool. I agree. Uh, so, tune in next week because we're gonna have a content episode. Be- and what? we don't know what we're doing. It might be hop sensory. It might be ask Ryan any question you like. It might For be. Minutes. It might just be what we dream up. Um, but if you had a content episode that you want us to do, send us a DM. We might do it. Yeah, no, and, seriously. And if you're local, we'll have you on. Like, do we really care? No. Nope. Nope. Done and done. We love content episodes. Yeah. 
Yep. So, um, like we said in the beginning of the episode, rate and subscribe us and find us on your favorite podcast medium because we love you. Yep. Rate, subscribe, and review. Yeah. And if you do so, send us a DM of that and we'll send you a sticker. Yes. Because we've we, already sent out a whole bunch of stickers that people are doing that. Yeah. We and I want to get I want to get rid of our pog size stickers and get <laughs> new big size stickers. I know. Some big badass yeah, yeah. stickers. So uh, some upcoming events for us. We are going to be doing a live podcast uh, coming up. We don't want to give away too much information about that, but live podcast in Peabody, Massachusetts with a lot of uh, local um, breweries. Yeah. And we've never done a live podcast no, before, so it's going to be a learning experience for us. I'm super excited. Uh, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I've done... I've done live broadcasts before in my yeah. past radio life. So That'll be great. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Super fun. But uh, help us round out season three. Uh, our most successful season. We have a lot of awesome guests coming. Damn right. Yeah. And like really, really good interviews. Uh, mm-hmm. If you thought this episode was good, you just see nothing yet. You see nothing. All right. Well, until next week. Cheers. 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 <laughs>